0: Down my head.
1: Let's go ahead and get this started, uh, so I can get to drinking rum and watching Venom later tonight. Um, all right, everybody, uh, welcome to welcome to the Woods Cast. I am Justin Woods, and with me, as on the usual, is my brother Shay Woods. What's going on, Shay? Hey, Boo. And uh, to get tonight, we have uh, two extra guests. Um, Shay, I don't know if I told you this or not, but these guys requested to be on the podcast. We're no longer begging for guests; they are. Yeah, we moving up. Yeah, but uh, today we got uh, my buddy uh, Gatlin. How's Gatlin doing?
2: Good. We actually, uh, we actually just got back from uh, breastfeeding class tonight, Ooh. so. Are your
1: nipples I tender? I have. The weirdest daughter right now.
2: I learned that I'm not gonna be able to breastfeed my child. Sweet. I don't have, I don't, I don't produce the enough milk. So oh.
1: <laughs> you,
3: you gotta, you gotta up your estrogen game, dude. Yeah. Like those numbers are low.
1: Pump those numbers up. Yeah. I hope to God, I hope to God, Gatlin, you went in there and were like, all right, so what do I gotta do? And like kept asking questions like, you're gonna be part of the breastfeeding. And they were like, <laughs> so
2: no. Oh, I didn't, didn't even have to. Like the woman, <laughs> the woman instantly knew that, you know. Everybody was committed.
3: <laughs> good. I think, right. I think you might have a duct
1: blockage. Yeah. <laughs> no. oh, Gross. Okay, and also with us, uh, you can hear him over there jabbering in my upper right corner of Skype. Uh, Dave, how's it going?
3: Uh, it's it's going pretty good, you know? Strikes and gutters. Strikes and gutters.
1: Sweet, sweet. Okay, this is, we are recording the podcast on Monday, um, God goddamn it, January 7th. Uh, the first podcast of the year, um, I had made a promise to Rachel that we are going to be more, more professional about this. I have, I have fibbed my wife before, but we'll try to keep this one. Um, for those of you who are just turning into this first podcast of the year, uh, um, for those of you who are just t- tuning in, I hope that you, uh, enjoy this. We enjoy the shit out of doing it because, um, I get to talk to my little brother once a week and we, uh, shoot the shit and, uh, pass, uh, innuendo and and rumors about the news and politics and we um we solve basically all the world's problems here uh once a week semi bi-weekly um and um we're the only podcast that doesn't take patreon we just like, prefer you to mail us your sweet nugs um later if you know if you hit us up on uh email uh shay will give you an address to to mail the sweet sweet nugs to, and that's uh, the rumor that's a rumor. Um, that's how we're going to go down. Somebody's going to sh- ship shape a bunch of really, really fucking illegal stuff. Dank. <laughs> yeah. From, f- from Illinois, dude. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So, okay. Like I said, it's uh, Monday, January 7th. Uh, we are in the... Uh, I'm on my third beer. We are in the um, 718th day of the Trump administration. Those two things are connected. Um. It has been 210 days since Donald Trump took away North Korea's nukes. That is totally not a problem anymore. Uh, we are also in the 16th day of the uh, Trump shutdown, which is actually kind of surprising. I didn't think we'd get this far with this nonsense. Um, we're in the fourth, uh, fourth full day of the uh, 116th Congress, and we'll talk about some of their, um, some of the legislations that they're passing. And I, th- I think as a, as a podcast, we need to decide whether some of them are, are tight and or loose butthole. Um, approval ratings Donald Trump uh, um, he's been like 38-39 the last couple of weeks but as of this today, Monday um, he's 39% in Gallup and 41.3% in 538 those numbers don't fucking go anywhere I don't know what the hell he's going to do in 2020 but those numbers don't go anywhere
3: uh, he'll just he'll just say that he won the election he will he'll, he'll refuse to leave the office
1: he'll have to be marched out that's actually kind of what I expect to happen. That's like what he, I expect. He'll be drug out of there like some fat guy from a, a buffet that got just closed up. Um,
4: you know what? I, I wouldn't even... I, I That's kind of what I would love to see if someone drag him out of there but I would not be shocked if it turned out that at the end of the day he just goes well that's cool because I did everything I said promises kept promises made uh, America is great again and now I'm not the president anymore and he's just going to pretend like he won and he's going to walk off Oh yeah, it's and, and, just it's just like... the, and then for the rest of his life he's going to just be spitting yeah. this completely false narrative about how good he was oh,
3: yeah. it's, well, it's like Herbert Walker Bush's memoirs in that Simpsons episode oh, where he's yeah. like, like again I accomplished everything I wanted to do therefore a second term was not necessary
1: <laughs> oh, right. exactly. well that's that's the kind of thing where um i don't know if you guys know who joe walsh joe walsh was a uh was a yeah. um, congressman here from illinois fucking he's t- fucking tool back but he's like real big into term limits and he term limited himself by being a complete jackass and getting his tank kicked in by tammy duckworth like his, like the first time he ran for re-election so i always love that I, every now and then i call into a show and be like you remember your, your term limits you term limited yourself remember that and he's like yeah thanks bye <laughs> Thanks, <brother>. Shay. <laughs> okay. um, I would like to add one little caveat to that. I think Gatlin, you did the mic drop, a uh, little thing there. That is p- perfectly what he'll do. He'll try to say that he just won the, won, he just won, won the presidency, and he doesn't need a second term. But I think he'll also say that he was going to make America way greater, but the Democrats yeah. wouldn't let him do it. Yep. yep.
3: Well, he'll, he'll, he'll say it was rigged. He'll say oh, he yeah. said that the election was rigged, and there's like massive voter fraud oh, and all yeah. this other shit and the, si- the silent uh, minority has been sl- has had their next step done one more time and all this other bullshit he'll he'll play a fucking like a tiny little violin tiny little golden violin because he's trump and uh you know he'll, he'll act all but heard about it and, like how he got robbed and how like the election was stolen from him and that's how he'll play it. 100%. Yeah.
2: Well, that—that's what we're kind of hoping for, though, yeah. at least.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's a great point, And we'll, we'll get it. Uh, one—one of the things on the agenda today. Oh, actually, I'm, i am meant to go through that. So, so today on the podcast, we're going to do some fun stuff. We got the Trump—Trump um, Trump shutdown, of course. We've got the 2020 field is going to shape up or is shaping up, and everybody either is super excited or is going to be is shatting their pants at this point. And last but not least, um. Some legislation updates from the uh, first couple days of the um, 116th Congress. And, Shay, just for you, I have This Week in Dobbs. Um, yes! All right. So, um, fun stuff. Uh, we had a bunch of movies come out. I don't think there's anything coming out, anything coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's, like, super big. But, like, uh, uh, everybody can tell Aquaman is a big hit. Like, it's just a big pastel blur to me. God, there's so much going on in that movie. But uh, it's going to make it's gonna make a billion dollars. Um there was some concern with Spider-Man and Bumblebee. I know, Shay, you saw Spider-Man and Bumblebee. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen any of these movies. Guess. guys kind of uh, uh,
4: So Spider-Man, uh, I'm pulling up the box office mojo right now. Um, yeah,
1: it, like, it, it's like 275
4: it, $2. Yeah, it's at 821 now with a budget of is like that, $120. Is that worldwide or or uh, is that domestic? Let's see.
1: Spider-Man worldwide was uh, 275 last time I checked.
4: Yeah. So, box office Mojo now has the gross for Spider-Man at let's see 133 million right now. But with think overseas that's just yeah, overseas is uh, so, Yeah, so they're doing all right. Yeah, Bumble Bumblebee didn't do well in uh in the states, but it just it cleaned house overseas. Yeah. I think it was like 300 million or some shit in China. They yeah. they eat that shit up. It doesn't matter.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
4: And that's who they're making it for. I mean, yeah. I think the company that produced it, Tencent Productions, they're a Chinese company. I'm pretty sure.
3: That's that's the largest, you know, largest fucking uh, market now for yeah, for yeah, anybody. absolutely. That's, yeah. that's what and, everybody's concerned about at this point. Yeah, then, I mean,
4: and like I said to Justin, if if anyone, if if the if one of our dozens of fans. Uh, is, is even slightly into Transformers, it's kind of sad that all they needed to do was get Michael Bay, out, get his dick out of things, and they, this oh, is yeah. the first good Transformer movie they made. The first 10 or 15 minutes of that movie are better than all six or seven of the other Michael Bay ones.
2: I, that's what I was about to ask. I mean, if you all actually liked it better than the other ones. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Like, basically, yeah. the first 10 or 15 minutes is very obviously an experiment to see how audiences react to a fully CG like generation one style movie, because it's like a little mini episode of the show from mm-hmm. the eighties. And then the rest of the movie in itself is good and can carry itself. It's got a couple of really silly melodramatic moments. Um, and a lot of weird instances where Bumblebee acts more like a dog for some reason, but well, um, and, and but it's good. It's good.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, spoilers here, you know, spoiler or whatever, but, one of the, one of the main tropes of the movie is that Bumblebee gets his ass whooped so badly at the beginning of the movie that he shuts down. He like, he literally shuts down and forgets who he is. So when he powers back up for this uh, girl, who's apparently some kind of, um, pop star, some singer or some, I don't, I don't know who she is. Um, but when when she powers back up and becomes you know her protector, he doesn't realize his full capabilities. So he's yeah. like very timid. And then when he's presented with danger, that you know that screen you see in the in the previous flips over his face and his you know I guess offensive capabilities are are you know re- renewed. And he's like, oh okay. I, I thought I'm going like the first my ten arms minutes are, turn into guns. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I'm gonna like the first ten minutes was just fucking a wet dream for anybody who was a fan of the Transformers. Um, and I did appreciate that, like in the comics and in a lot of the other media. That's not the cartoon, oh, Well, some of the cartoon. Um, Bumblebee's always had that that position where, like, he's the one that had to take care of shit when Optimus Prime went off on some big epic journey to find the the fucking sixteenth prime or whatever. And so Bumblebee's always left to like fucking manage the manage the store. And he's always just like, "All right, well, all the big bots left, so I guess I'm gonna have to kick your ass." Yeah, and, just, and then yeah, he's just like crawling around, punching yeah. him
4: like a monkey. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, And also, just, you know, rest, rest in peace, my boy Wheeljack, dude. That was rough.
1: <laughs> it was. Like, that was a uh, G, uh, G1 staple. Got fucking yeah. owned.
4: Sliced in half. And I was like, oh, oh Wheeljack, no. And Cliff Ugh. Jumper 2. But, uh, but, just I mean, dude, did even it. RC
2: was in there.
1: Yeah. It's a great movie, Gatlin. Um, I don't know if you, you said you hadn't gotten to see it yet.
2: No, and. Now I'm just kind of upset about the pure fact that I already know Will Jack gets introduced and gets taken <laughs> out. And...
1: <laughs> yeah, dude.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> you can weld them back
4: together. He'll be fine.
2: That's probably what they'll end up doing in the next one.
1: Well, it, yeah. I don't know. We, we could go into the fucking transfer lore about them all dying. And fucking, there, was, there was a, com- there was a, there was a, a couple... Um, There's an arc in the comic where um, um the medic... I can't remember his name off the top of my hand. Uh, not Red Alert. Maybe it's Red Alert. Whatever. There's a, there's a thing in the comic where he's getting so old, his hands won't move. So, like, he can't help the other Autobots because he's so old. And they just fucking murder a Decepticon and put his hands on him. He's like, just goes about it. Like, yeah, the we, we need more of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I pretty much what I them. was doing with them when I was playing with them. <laughs> so. like, yeah. They only made it so long.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um. Yeah, the only thing that, uh, yeah, I, I, the reason I brought that up is because there was some, there's there's apparently a lot of worry because Spider Man and Bumblebee, like you said, Shay, weren't doing very well domestically. But they're going to make their money back. There'll be sequels. It's looking really good.
4: Yep. Excuse me. Well, her. I mean, the, uh, the Transformers sequel's are already in the works. I think it was just a matter of how this movie did would determine what they do next. Because right. after Hasbro brought the, I think, is it Hasbro that bought the rights to it? Yeah. Somebody bought the rights from uh, whoever had it, Mattel? I can't fucking remember. But it's they're, they're
1: interested, yeah. This, somebody this owns some shit,
4: and they want to do a whole new series of yeah. movies. Um, and my guess is they want to mine the '80s nostalgia thing, and we're going to get a whole series of Transformers movies that are just like, "Hey, thirty somethings, remember this cartoon in the yeah. '80s?" And I'm going to be like, "That's what it, yes. That's what
3: every. That's what everything is now." But uh, yeah, exactly, I, I, I'm but, into it. Whatever. There's certain things. G.I. G- Joe sucked, and I was let down by that.
4: Yeah, well. I would love to. I would love to see a good G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. The, yeah, the thing with
2: Spider-Man was uh. It was already I, out before they ever started like actually marketing for it. but it, it, It'd the been in theaters. Yeah, it'd been in theaters no. for. Nah, I,
4: saw, I saw trailers for that shit months ago. No, but,
1: you just no, missed Shay, it. Shay's right. Shay's right. There were trailers out, but 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 Gatlin does have a point. Like there wasn't a big push, like there would be no. for a Spider-Man with um, you know Toby Hawk or somebody Keith or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah,
4: they that never. Liar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man they with Toby Keith that. it would be a better sell. Um,
4: you never see that with animated stuff because the 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 ROI on animated stuff is always so much lower, um, and usually they bomb. And Sony's history with Spider-Man movies has not been good the last like ten years yeah. or so. So um, I imagine they didn't want to spend a bunch of money on marketing, but thankfully word of mouth did what it's supposed to do because it's real fucking good.
3: Well, you know, you guys brought up the toys too, and you got to think about like how much that and the the merchandising is worth doing oh, yeah. on these things. Uh, and it's, That's it's really Hasbro, how they make the movies. Hasbro toy. Yeah, it's Hasbro. That that has the, the current license for the Transformers toys. Oh yeah, Wait, So they'll they'll make a mint. Good for them.
1: Um, yeah. So those are all great movies. Go see them. They're fun. Um, like like Shay said, the sequels are in the, the works. Apparently, they already have a Optimus Prime uh, CGI G1 type movie uh, in the works. And then there's also already in production is a another animated movie for another animated Transformers movie. And I don't have any other information about that except all I'm seeing in my head is a current version of, like, the 1986 uh, Transformers, the movie, which will be fantastic. Um, that was, that was uh, they did a phantom event of that, and we drove two towns over to watch it, and I made Rachel go. And she didn't see the movie. She wanted to go see something else, but she was like, I came out of the theater with the biggest fucking smile on my face, apparently. She was like, you were just so happy. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs>
4: I did that, too. I, said, oh. I put i put 80 milligrams in my belly and went and saw transformers
1: yeah 80 <laughs> okay. yeah and dude it. all right Woo! We're big boys. <laughs> um also uh just one last final thing uh mortal engines is still terrible and i think it made uh i think it it made negative dollars so that sounds about Jesus right christ <laughs> I, it, if we're buddy.
3: still if we're still in the box office can can we talk about Vice is anybody else going to go see that Oh yeah I fucking
1: I will like uh I think Shay used the phrase share that from the internet I will share that from the internet I don't necessarily want to go see that I have heard some very mixed reviews I that,
3: have as well
2: in I, that I definitely a, want to go see it
1: or I, want I to see I, it I won't go
3: see
2: it I want to see it
3: there there you go. Go. Right I, I don't think I'm gonna pay money to see it, but that's the kind of thing when, like, in in like two months when yeah. it comes out um like you know streaming service, yeah. I, that's 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 top of my list of uh of, you know streaming first run movies. You know that that's, that's one of those ones where my curiosity's just peaked. But <laughs> Amy, it, honestly, Amy Adams is Lynn Cheney. That's really what I want to see the most in that. I my, my <laughs> biggest concern with that movie is
1: yeah <laughs> I, 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 I what did Gatlin say? What did you say, Gatlin? Yes
2: lagging so bad that i'm probably behind
1: no you said something about no, i was gonna
2: say did you all actually see uh the golden globes uh acceptance speech last night that christian bell gave uh, Calling. No.
1: <laughs> uh, it's been yeah I've, I've read the article like apparently uh last night at the Globe, golden globes uh, christian bell won best actor or something for that role and he thanked satan for the inspiration um, (laughs) that's
3: pretty good that's awesome well i mean my my concern is is that i uh, the movie i think they might be like making dick cheney look too cute you know and like uh and it detracts from the fact that he is in fact an evil man responsible for like you know hundreds of thousands of deaths around the globe but you know whatever
1: (laughs) yeah that's 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 basically my problem with it as well and and i i i read that type of criticism and i agree with it um like I have the same, I have the same feeling Gatlin does. Like I want to see it, but I don't want to go give him money, because yeah. the it's supposed to be a really fantastic movie. You know, Christian Bale's great as a character actor. He goes through transformations. Um, you've got um, um Sam um Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell as the, also uh, great. Yeah, yeah. It's also like, great. The yeah. movie itself is supposed to be phenomenal, but the problem is is that it's making out one of the most evil. Actors in the two thousands into some kind of like all oh, shucks, There's Cheney again, yeah, you know.
3: And, that, and that's that's what I feel about Bush now. It's like, oh, look at him fumble fucking around with his poncho. How adorable! Oh, he's yeah, he right. just made a bunch of paintings of, of his feet in the bathtub. Yeah. oh, that's cool, you know. Like, but yeah, I don't know. He's, he's, whatever. I, dude. Hope,
1: I hope I hope the millions of people they killed in Iraq and Afghanistan can uh, you know get dug up and go see the film because it'll be great. <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope so, too. They,
3: they can get a voucher, like, free soda, milk duds, popcorn, all that. Fuck the whole nine. You know, they just opened up movie theaters in, uh, in Saudi Arabia, so maybe there are advice out there. Although I did hear the first movie that uh, that they played in Saudi Arabia after not having movie theaters for 30-some-odd years was The Emoji Movie. How fucking <laughs> depressing is that? Oh, that's <laughs> just wrong, dude. I know,
1: I know. How yeah, fucking awful that is. That's to make you want to you stop, can... stop having movies anymore. Like, all right, let's do it. It's we, we got him back. Nope, well, we he tried it, but you know that was a that
3: was a hunk of shit. So let's uh, let's go on to <laughs> something else. Public oh, school again. That's I like almost stopped watching so movies after
2: told that one.
1: Do them again. Did, you saw that, Gatlin? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I see a good Pixar movie and I gotta watch it or.
3: Wait,
2: was that, was that off-brand Pixar?
1: No way, that was. Yeah, Pixar. no, yeah, it was not
2: Pixar. It wasn't the good stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, uh,
1: Shane and I. It was that C-grade stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shane and like, I took our cousin uh, a couple years ago. We were at the beach on vacation, and our cousin Shannon had uh, hadn't been to the. You know, first of all, we just wanted to get drunk, and go see a movie, so we went and go. We went and saw. Um, um, What's that? The. Um, Oh fuck uh, Will Smith, uh Trevor Goldman. The Alien movie. What's the first one? The first one was Oh yeah, uh, the second alive.
4: Independence Day. Independence Searching. Day, thank
1: you. God damn yeah. it. Oh yeah. I,
3: I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to see that and I it's knew it was so gonna bad. be shit, but it's I wanted
1: so to see bad. it anyways. Yeah, we saw it and we sat there and we're like, Wow like we were pretty drunk and we were like, the movie ends. There's only like 10 people in there, including the four of us. And we're like, man, that was bad. And Shannon's like, well, it's the first movie I've seen in two years. And we're like, what? What? Yeah, she's like, well, you know, I was pregnant and I had the baby. You haven't been out. I was like, oh my fucking God, if we'd have known that, we'd have gone and seen a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, you we felt so bad. Shit. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, we felt so bad.
2: Would have taken yeah. it for like a midnight showing of. Anything else.
1: Anything else. Like, I, yeah, oh, God, we felt so bad. No, I still is, apologize that about that. All right, guys, let's talk about some real stuff that's costing some real people a lot of money. So, right now, we are in the 16th day of the Drump shutdown. Uh, the high notes uh, that I got to hit before we, uh, I guess we solved this. I guess nobody else can but us. Um, so, first of all, the record is 21 days. I did not know that was the thing. I didn't know it was that short. Yep. I thought it was a lot longer than that. So oh, we are yeah. 16 days in it right now. Um, we're, the record is 21 days. Um, news, uh, New York what Times.
2: Was, what would the 21 day one be?
1: Uh, was that back in the 90s? Yes, it was. That was back in the 90s with uh, Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, that, was, that,
3: that was one of their pissing contests, yeah. Right,
1: and that's when Newt Gingrich got put on the cover of Time Magazine, I believe, as a big baby in a diaper. And that, that image stuck because he has the yeah. head of a toddler um I
3: mean, but, I'll,
1: I'll look it up to, I'll look it up to verify while you yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the the Clinton I fe- yeah I'm pretty certain
2: that it was because I was looking on my, looking at pretty much all of them like the big ones over the weekend
1: yeah so 21 days is the record we're at 16. believe it or not the Trump administration this is a raw story reporting this the Trump administration did not anticipate the shitstorm it would stir up by shutting down 25 percent of the federal government. They were kind of taken aback by, uh, you know, everybody... If yep, 95. okay, yeah, that'd be Clinton. Yeah. So, um, Trump announced just this afternoon that he's going to go on primetime tomorrow night and oh, address oh, the oh, nation oh, oh,
0: oh. at 9 p.m. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Eastern Standard Time, and then he's going to visit the border on Thursday. The only reason I bring that up, not so everybody will tune into uh, the fuckstick in chief to uh, stutter through some words... Um, is that he's going to visit the border on Wednesday, which means that there's no way in hell this is going to end by Thursday, because he wants that photo op. Yep. So this is going to go till Friday, which would push it into 21 days. So he's going to get the record, is what I'm saying. He's going to, he's going to get the record here.
3: Well, now my thing is is if he's going to do this prime time event. I'm pretty sure that, that that's when he's going to play his national emergency card like he's been yeah, talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. why, why else would he be doing it? Which, um, I mean, it's it's so fucked up uh, that, that that's when he's going to declare a fucking national emergency. I mean, goddamn. Come on, dude. I mean, we all know he's going to do it, but, I mean, he's, he's, he's trying to make a scene of this whole fucking thing. He's trying to steal the fucking, you know, the, the light away from the fucking house now, which is actually... Politically, far more interesting and making more fucking, you know, making making a lot more interesting news and news that's more impactful. I mean, the Dems all they have to do is every day go to work, fucking pass continuing resolution. That's all they have to fucking do. And, and they're doing it, you know, so, so good for them. So that's this state saying. of
4: emergency thing, I've seen the headline, but I haven't actually taken the time to look into it. Um, what, was this one of those just like offhanded comments that he's thrown out there and everyone's freaking out about? Or is this something that he's been like, "Yo, I'm gonna do this because I can"? Like, what? What was the uh, context? Sixty
1: forty. It's it's kind of one of those. Well, things nobody that... knows. Yeah. No, okay. Gonna, well, yeah, there's a uh, the problem. He's yeah, gonna yeah, do Gat, it just Gatlin's because he
3: can, um, and and I, I can't remember that the last thing that he declared a like a national emergency for. What the fuck was that? Um, well, like
1: currently, so here's 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 the here's the ass of this is that currently right now I think the United States. I looked this up before we started the podcast. Currently, the United States is under thirty-two different national emergencies. So like, right. these are just these are just things you can declare, and sometimes declaring them a national emergency allowed you to cut through some of the red tape in the right. federal government. To like like if you declare a national um, opioid epidemic or something like that as a health health Freeze crisis, frees up
3: funding. It, well, it, it, it allows you to allocate funding from a lot of different avenues. Is what it does. Right. So, right. Um,
1: but if Donald Trump, if Donald Trump declares a national emergency. What he would be doing is legit, like literally declaring a national emergency to circumvent the legislative process for allocating funds for, uh, you know, this border wall. And I don't, I don't know what the legal ease is, but I guarantee you that if you did this for the opioid crisis, you couldn't, like, you wouldn't legally be able to encumber fifty, um, I'm sorry, five billion dollars for an opioid crisis just because you declared a health emergency. Like, you'd have to go through yeah. Congress for that.
3: But that's not a national security thing. And he's going to claim this is this is the best interest of national security. So I think that's the, I th- I don't know exactly. Who, and I, that's why this is where where the come from.
1: authoritarian tactic. Like they're giving me that's static for they're giving me static for this thing I want to do. So I'm just going to declare a national emergency, tell them to shut up. Like if Trump could, he'd probably have all the Democrats in the House just fucking executed, and he just oh, go if like could. Yeah. yeah, he'd be like you know what they called me a bad name, you know, line them up and shoot them, but. Put him down. He's gonna, yeah, he's yep. gonna do this, and and the the thing is, is that there is no emergency at the southern border. Um, no. Shay actually brought this topic up because we wanted to talk about the fact that the wall is not the the wall does not equal border security. the The border has never been more militarized than it is at this moment. Every president in the history of the United States has added more border security to the southern southern border. It's not like the fucking um, solar panels that uh, Jimmy Carter put on the. The White House already <laughs> peeled off. Like yes. it's not like when Barack Obama took office, he was like, you know what? All those fences that W put up, I'm tearing them down just to be a prick. You know, no, that that shit stays there. And and yes, there is a lot of infrastructure along the southern border that is a is a natural and artificial barrier that we put there. There that guides people to the um, official points of entry where they can be taken in as refugees. Fucking totally. Legally. And that shit does need to be maintained and upkept and maybe maybe expanded a little bit.
3: But, uh, yeah, but but it doesn't have to now because that now the you know the the Trump administration has spoken with the Mexican government and now they're keeping this they're keeping those people in Mexico.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, Mexico has deported something like a hundred. The last number I saw was a hundred thousand people from their side of the wall. Right. So.
3: Right. I, I looked at, i looked it up out of curiosity i think it was uh two years ago just just out of the blue It was uh in that year and i think it was like 2015 or something like that mexico actually deported 18 americans back to america just you know fun number yeah <laughs> just to throw it out there and and was it you that i was talking to the last time i did this pod where uh, i talked about how uh actually you know most of the illegal immigrants so I, you know i like to say undocumented you know um whatever undocumented people visa overstays yeah visa yeah. <laughs> well they're visa overstays but most of them come and even the ones that plan on coming here and 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 staying here you know beyond like you know their visa and all that the ones that come here with the intention of being legal for or undocumented for an extended period of time come through airports build walls mm-hmm. around the airports that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah
1: it's this is this is some weird it's a well, I guess it makes sense that the New York Times has been reporting that um, the wall, <coughs> excuse me, was a mnemonic device that they put together so that Trump would be reminded to talk about immigration whenever he went up on the stump. So back in 2014, back in 2014, Sam Nunberg, and if you guys don't remember Sam Nunberg, he's the one when uh, the Mueller probe started to go through his emails, he had that day long meltdown. Like, he would, he was going on show after show after show, just answering questions, telling him, like, I'm not going to give him all my emails. I don't have time to go through all my emails to give him the ones that are pregnant. Like, I make, you know, I make this much an hour. Like, that's not worth my time, blah, blah, blah. And by like 3 p.m., he was on MSNBC with, um, uh, after he
3: got an actual legal advice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, he was on, he was on with like Kate tur and she was like, Are you drunk? And he's, he's, he was like, what, what are you talking about? She's like, I can smell alcohol. Have you been drinking? Yep. It's He's so like, good. I don't know. Like, if I was having the day he had, I'd been totally fucking sauced on that show. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But well, um, he, he, fucked up, to...
3: he fucked up all day long by basically like, like, like saying, "Oh, there's no fucking way I have to do any of this shit." And then like, someone in like the middle of the day like called him. I was like, "Yo, actually, this is super serious." And like, yeah, he got, he like, <laughs> yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. He he yeah. got some like some spur of the moment legal advice like you know off camera, and like all of a sudden realizes like the gravity of the situation. And, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, when he was accused of, uh, you know, having alcohol in his breath, he probably did. I'd have just owned it and been like, I'm having a hard day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not at work right now. <laughs> yeah. I am mean, like, this is, this is the most Monday, Wednesday I've ever had, so fuck off. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, in 2014, apparently when they were, like, building up trump to run in 2016 they were trying to come up with like what his platform would be and what he would always fucking stump about they knew that this motherfucker could not be trusted to read a script so they tried to come up with something that would tie into his fucking vanity so they said hey he caught he likes to fancy himself a builder um let's let's just say build a wall and that will always get him talking about immigration so like sam numberg and the soon to be indicted roger stone came up with this bullshit in 2014 and we have now not paid 800,000 federal employees for two weeks now, over two weeks because of can, these people.
3: Can we, can, we, can we pause for a second and, and talk about who some of these people are and what they do, like air traffic controllers and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, like, like park rangers TSA. and like, uh, you know, yeah, uh, I, I mean. I'm,
1: it, I'm technically, I'm supposed to fly out to DC this coming Sunday to go to a, a physics conference and I am not looking forward to going to uh, Chicago's O'Hare Airport when there have been massive call-offs by the TSA. Oh, Americans. God, no. Yeah, yeah they're, not, they're,
3: they're not getting paid. And the G-Block Charging, getting paid, making so sure the plane sick. doesn't drop out of the sky, they're yeah. not getting paid either. <laughs> it's insanity. I,
2: you know how this is going to end up playing out. How's like, up? he's basically, you know, built his whole thing on, you know, build the wall, build the wall, build the wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. You know, oh, he's, yes. he's got his minions. <laughs> no matter what, you know, they were saying, yeah, yeah, Mexico is going to pay for it. They're going to pay for it. Well, and now we're starting to compromise, compromise, compromise. Mm. In his mind, that's, you know, well, we're making compromises because now, you know, instead of Mexico paying for it, now it's, you know, we're going to pay so much and now – now it's only five million dollars, so billion. Good, good for me that I'm only letting. Or yeah, five billion dollars. So I've oh, shrunk it long this long. much. It went it went from twenty five thirty to five. So I, you know I keep doing good. And yeah, this,
4: well I mean that that's classic. I mean I hate. I mean that's just not even classic. That's just like bottom level negotiation i you know you I I really what I want is five or ten of something so I ask for twenty so when I compromise at ten you think you've got me I get that you do everybody does that you know I'm I'm looking for work I'll do that in salary negotiations if you're smart but like the problem I have with this is like listen I'd
1: love to have sex with you I'll take a blow job (laughs)
2: exactly (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) at at the end of the day he it's like he's gonna come out being you know this is my plan the entire time well,
4: here's my and, problem. is of People course, are going to be fucked with it. I see so many people that will say like, um, well, you know, really. And and this is, you know, the math of this statement is pretty much true. $5 billion in the grand scheme of the entire budget of the United States. I mean, it's a lot of money. Yes, but it's like in the, you know, it's not a huge chunk of the budget. I get that. But if you can tell me, um, if you can say, Hey, uh, uh, if he, okay so if five billion dollars is nothing and you can fund the wall with that you've got because no excuse trillion, to my, yeah. well no it, it will there's no reason you can't fund a healthcare system there's no reason you can't exactly. fund an education yes, system. so don't give me that bullshit and 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 there is something to be said for the pennies make dollars argument like you get enough projects that fucking uh you know oh it's only five billion here it's only ten billion there of course it adds up but like it, it it just it's it's just so fucking stupid because if you were to it, can you imagine the shit like if the government the Democrats would shut the government down because they were trying to get five billion dollars for care? Well, healthcare. they just shut the government down. Like, like it's their fault. Yeah. yeah. Oh, three, that's true. That three, is true.
1: Three point nine billion dollars of health care.
4: Yeah. Like and it's like <laughs> come on just... guys like go fuck yourselves and 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 it's like I mean I'm pretty sure Trump even knows that the wall won't solve the problem but he knows people expect him to build it so goddamn it that's what yeah. he's gonna do.
3: It was, it, was his
2: largest, pure... like, it was his largest promise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just the thing that you know, you're not. We're not going to be able to convince, like I said, his minions, no. you know, right, that he's kind of reneged on what he said he was going to do, and then he well, comes back.
3: What about when he starts cutting like like their food stamps and their Medicaid and like and, I mean, do you think that's what it's going to take, or do you think these people are unreachable? Well, they're I mean, not,
2: they're not smart enough to comprehend
3: it. I, and, and I understand that is, and that's the one thing. And and I can't remember, I I can't find like the, like the clip or whatever. But one asked back in like the mid '90s, when people asked him about his presidential aspirations, he said that, and he was a Democrat at the time, and he said, "Oh, no, I would absolutely run as a Republican because their base is fucking dumb." Um, and, that, and, and, that, and that's
1: that was that's a fake quote. He didn't say that. He never said that.
3: Well, he. Well, I'm not saying that he said that like verbatim, but I mean, that's 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 what I'd heard. Is is that not true? No, nope.
1: he did not say that. That was a fake. Really?
3: Oh, okay. Yep. Well, the, well, my that's apologies. I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to spread the uh, the fake news. No,
1: no, yeah, it's, yeah. but it's so easy to lean into that because after you saw how he ran for president, and how he treats his supporters, and how he treats the presidency, you're like. Right now, I think we should retroactively just make that a true fact. Like we should, we should go ahead and do that. I mean, it sounds it
3: sounds about
1: right. (laughs) He he makes so many things retroactively true. You know, like 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 okay, just recently, like one of the things, little blips I got here on just just fucking today was that uh, we have four living presidents. Um, George Herbert Walker Bush passed away, you know, late last year. So so when this whole wall bullshit was happening, we had five. Donald Trump Solid. said, and Abe
3: yeah.
1: Lincoln's ghost, yeah, yeah, and Abe Lincoln's ghost. So, so five and a half. So, we had five living presidents, um, two, 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 uh, two, uh Republican, three Democrat, and um, Donald Trump said that he had he had spoken, to, he he just just offhandedly told somebody at a press conference like. Most of the past presidents agree with me. They wish they have done what I'm trying to do right now in their presidency. And he just said that. and like at the time there were the, it was kind of up in the air whether he meant the four or the five, like whether this conversation happened before George Herbert Walker Bush passed away or after. Um, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush's family and you know his son George W. Bush have said, my dad did not support this wall. I do not support this wall. So, boom, there are your two Republicans. Well, Fucking he also Clinton said that most of the furloughed
3: wall. workers agree with him right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: he said he said the furloughed workers are, well, he said both things. He said that the furloughed Oh, well, and then he also said that most of them are Democrats. But yeah, so fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they're mostly Democrats, so fuck them. Um, yeah. So, like, as the president thing goes, you got your Bush, you got H.W. and you got W. out. Um, Clinton doesn't support it. Obama doesn't support it, and Jimmy Carter had to fucking, like, take time off of building um, Habitat for Humanity houses to say, no, I don't support a stupid wall, and I didn't talk to him about it. <laughs> right. Like, 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 that's how that's how hard you're winning when Jimmy Carter, who is 80 years old, 80-something years old... Takes had time get,
3: off from his fucking Christian charity work. Yeah. yeah
1: to say, no, you're a fucking liar. Oh. Well,
3: it... And and Bush would have never agreed with it too. I mean, he was the last Republican uh you know, candidate that actually got a, a very good swath of the Latino vote. Right. Um, uh, you know, and, and I mean he was uh, you know, very very pro Latino and very pro like, you know, immigration legal away like. and all that. Yeah, but I mean well they did like him because he wasn't a piece of shit to them because he had to run he had to run for office in Texas and in Texas you need that vote. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: What and here's a little fact, though, before we move on. And we're pretty sure that we, we know that this is all horseshit. Um, there is a... Well, two things. Um, there is... Um, uh, they're starting to crumble on their GOP side. We've got two prominent senators... Um, two prominent senators have already said that they need... They want um, Mitch McConnell to fold on the Senate side for the fucking wall. Um, uh, Susan, um, Susan Collins from Maine, and Shea, I believe you're a senator from Colorado, uh, Corey. Yeah, Corey. What's Corey Gardner. Corey Gardner. Thank you. Gardner. They have already said they they've already come out and said that we need to pass a continuing resolution to open the go- open the government, and then we can deal with this wall of bullshit later. Um, the other fun fact that I found out this is fun. Um, so there's a tech there's a Texas Republican, um, the rep- representative uh, Ben Siegel um he's uh oh god what what is what is his district I'm not finding his district but his district represents um 41% of the proposed border wall of Texas and uh, he his district represents 41% of the, the border with, between Texas and Mexico and he doesn't want the goddamn wall yeah, right. no, no,
4: yeah. no nobody really wants the wall exactly. they just yeah nobody really wants it
3: well, the only people that really want the wall are people that live in places where, like, the the actual infrastructure itself is not going to fuck with it, or where yeah. where they perceive that there's an immigration problem, but there's not because they don't even see it.
1: Yeah. 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 It's it. I. It is. This is. This is such a stupid way, to piss away a lot of people's like really hard-earned money, and I guess we're gonna have to figure out how we get out of this, but. You know, yeah, I mean, well, uh, let spend it Iron on that was, instead of funding yeah. into universal health care.
3: Well, I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I have heard that the uh, the amount that they want to spend on the wall, uh, you could uh, you could fund universal pre K for the entire country. And you know
4: what? Oh, yeah. If somebody if somebody came in and said, "Hey, we'll fund universal pre K or we'll fund universal health care if you fund the wall, I say fucking do it. Because honestly. Oh, yeah. All the oh, challenges argument, you're going to get to that oh, wall oh, going across private property—it's yeah. never going to get built. It'll never yeah. get built. And then, as soon as another president takes over, something with it'll get changed. Like, but that's not going to happen. They're not going to compromise with that. And um, no. you know, I, you know, I—I I mean, I would hope if they came to the table with that kind of deal for the Democrats, they'd take it. But I don't think that deal's ever going to be on the
3: table. Well, well and, 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 that's and the Dreamers like... deal was was definitely something that I, that I think. I mean, back then, yeah. that, that was that was a good deal. I would
1: have taken that deal. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is the, now that the Democrats control the Congress, or I'm sorry, the house, um, they, there's no justification for them to take some kind of bullshit deal nope. from Donald Trump on this point. All or nothing so, Yeah. Well, and so, so there's, there's really no reason at all for Nancy Pelosi to cave and give Donald Trump, you know, the $5 billion without something else. Like, like Shay was saying, like I, I get it, and, and what Gatlin was saying are are both great points. Like there is so much shit we could fund. If you're, if you're gonna tell me, tell us that five billion dollars in our federal budget is just a drop in the bucket, then okay. You, I'll give you your five billion dollars for your wall, but you're gonna, you're gonna either protect DACA recipients, or you're gonna give us five billion dollars to fund, um, you know, universal healthcare or uh, pre-K. Like, well, yeah, like right, make that right. fucking transactional I mean, government. I am I'm, th- I'm all thinking about long. the
2: pure fact that you know we're about to have a kid, and you know, anywhere else, the the mother would be paid.
3: Yeah, paid maternity leave. Yeah. Maternity and even paid, paid paternity leave, too. I mean, that's that's the thing in the Western world everywhere.
2: Here here it's six weeks at the most, and she's got to use PTO just to be uh, able to take those six weeks off full pay.
1: That's bullshit. That's such bullshit. I mean, I, I mean what sense does that make? No, it doesn't make any sense.
4: It's yeah. It God. It's so dumb. And I. I mean, honestly, I still think all those kind of changes are coming. Everything we're seeing now is just the death rattle of what was once, you know, the Republican Party and the what we think of rational conservatism. You know, assuming they don't fall into a horrible fascist police state.
2: What's sad is how far ahead we were ahead of you know the rest of the world. You know, hundred years ago. Yeah. And now we're so far behind in the places well,
1: that it can. Yep. And that's a great place to take a pause for the cause and let everybody go get another beer, let Justin get yeah. another pitcher of beer. Let's shake P. And we'll pick this back up. Yeah, everybody's going to take a tinkle, and we'll pick this back up and discuss the 2020 field and how those candidates are doing just what Shay and Gatlin just said. They're changing the window, the scope of what we can, we can look at. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that um, that short uh, word from our sponsors. Um, we were talking about how fucked up this wall is, and how the new the new um, house had some really good um, prospects for doing some really good things. If not actually passing them, but at least moving what they call the Overton window um, of what we can talk about and what's acceptable to discuss. And I guess the first step in that is discussing that we are officially in the twenty twenty presidential election. I know how shitty that sounds, but Woo! Um, yeah, uh, we
3: Elizabeth Warren already announcing.
1: Yeah, so nothing
3: anyone says for
4: the next few months matters. Oh, not at all. Well, and actually, like, nothing.
1: The the thing that I always paid attention to is like the heavy hitters usually don't get in for like another couple months, like by yeah, yeah. May Either or the June, of summer
0: or late spring. Or, right. Yeah. By
1: May or June, you're you're gonna see like who is ready to really just go for it and who's not. Um, uh, so right now, so the the, the news of this week was that a little bit Elizabeth Warren, you know, declared herself. Uh, she you know founded an exploratory campaign or uh, well, committee. I'm sorry. And if I'm not mistaken, there isn't a single exploratory cam, uh, committee that has not ended into a presidential campaign. So it's just kind of a thing to do. Um, it's a formality. Right. I don't think anybody had said, like, hey, this shit is not going to work out for you. Don't do it. Um, because we had Ted Cruz and Ben, um, ben what's his name, running Carson. in, Ben Carson, um, running sleepy very nappily. Sleepy Ben. Yeah, sleepy Ben. Uh, like he takes naps, like micro naps, as you're talking to him. Like, I just call him napping Ben. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Um, hey, man, surgeons do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hope not. <laughs> hey, no, seriously, I mean, they're... They,
2: they just, they get those naps when they can, and those were the most in, important times for him, is getting those naps in.
1: You guys, I hope you guys follow uh, bad, leap re- bad Lip Reading as much as you can, because the oh Ben Carson God. Bad Lip Readings are so goddamn oh, comedy oh, gold. Yeah. It's like, he's sort of like, I'm going to make a pattern, I'm going to make this, and they're like, Ben Carson, you know, and like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, so great. Um, so yes, that was the big name that dropped in this week, Elizabeth Warren. It was it was kind of, um, I mean, there there is so much talk on the right side of the aisle that there is going to be forty seven people running for presidency. In I don't think so. On which is the comical. Right side. Yeah, which is comical, and 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 there's a lot of anxiety on the Democratic side that I also understand because I mean the. Like, we went in 2016 thinking that Donald Trump was the most beatable candidate ever and Hillary Clinton would wipe the floor with him. And because common denominator factor, right.
2: you know? That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, and I told you that wasn't the case, though.
1: Well, and I, Gatlin, you did, and I said that the only way that this could, the 2016 could have happened it was that if the 120-some uh, thousand people just straight up lied to pollsters because... If Hillary Clinton would have known that she was down by two points in Michigan, she'd have fucking gone there, you know. Well, she would like have that.
3: gone and visited fucking
1: Wisconsin too. Right, yeah, no. Well, uh, that's sure. what I'm saying. Like the, after right the right fact. Right. Yeah, after the fact was like, well, the polls don't matter now. Like, no, actually they do. The Just bullshit, they actually do, yeah. People fucking lied. That's what happened. I'm sorry. Like, get over it. Like, people wanted to vote for the fucking uh xenophobic racist uh candidate, but they didn't want to tell their, you know, their their son who might be engaged to a you know a, a black woman. Like, yeah, I'm gonna vote for that guy that says that no, I don't like this. Um well, I mean, I that's, and, and that's what not I have always said. Tell anybody said. who you're voting for. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean, what I always said about Trump. That's how it used to said, be. Yeah
3: Yeah. I I mean people that voted for Trump essentially decided that being a being a racist piece of shit wasn't a deal breaker. And that that's kinda how I look at it. Yep. Yeah. No, well, what
2: they decided was a deal breaker was actually they wanted to vote on their religious beliefs which is not even what the fuck he no. I don't know
3: yeah. uh, oh, so, uh, you know and speak, speaking of which I guess uh, 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 what was it uh, new new numbers just came out about religious affiliation of, of people in you know in, in Congress and you know in the House and all that and you know uh, overall by the numbers they're they're more religious but that's also because it's considered like you know uh, political suicide to say that you're not affiliated with the church or that you don't go to church um which is ridiculous, but I guess I guess that's how it is. I, I can't remember the numbers, but like a, a majority of Americans said that they wouldn't trust a candidate that said that they were like atheist or whatever. I mean that's like, it, it, I I think I think I think atheism beat out like ISIS is like a fucking larger issue for well, like you know? And
1: and that those numbers have honestly been on on the shift since Donald Trump was elected because right like as a country we are becoming less christian and more polytheistic as the day goes by because of course more and more people are just not the fucking wasps that the uh, republican party counts on um uh, donald Trump, that's what
2: we started the country on
1: right yeah exactly and and donald trump's donald trump's success as being like that guy that said that thing that might you know your your racist uncle says at at thanksgiving like that worked and it's worked once i don't think it'll work again i really don't because I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna turn another uh, another stone and find another ten million people that are like, you know what? I didn't think he was racist enough before, but now I think he is. You know, whatever. I don't. I don't know how I, those people think. No, but, that's definitely not uh, gonna happen. You know. I don't
3: think so either. I mean, yeah. honestly, if if the if the uh, you know child separation thing wasn't enough for these people, then uh, then I don't fucking know what's
2: gonna be. No, it's because so, uh, those so. those people are. Like, that big majority, they are Bible beaters, and they're stuck in their ways. Like, they don't care if he's a good person, bad person. They are set in the way that Republican is Christian, Christian is Republican. That's the way I'm voting.
3: Well, and I, and I think really what it comes down to for, for evangelicals and all that is they, they truly still – they're willing to let him get away with whatever the fuck he, he's done in the past and want to – Forgive him as a Christian or whatever because he's gonna he's gonna you know, overturn Roe v. And that's yeah, what it's well, gonna come
1: down to. That that yeah to to talk to both of your points, that's exactly what the transitional politics is. They're gonna overlook right. the fact that he paid off two uh um you know, two women he banged while he was married yeah. right before the campaign. He's, they're gonna overlook that totally because, you know, if it means that they have a, a legitimate shot at overturning Roe v. Wade, that's the transitional politics they're talking about. To he's a Christian point, warrior. Right. Yeah. Well, I. Christian well, quotation marks. Yeah. yeah to yeah. Gallon's point, they're not the majority, though, Gallon. They're that forty-five percent that that I'm sorry, nine forty-five. That that thirty-five to forty-five percent that is his base. He, it does make up like eighty or ninety percent of the Republican Party. But other than that, like he's got that he's like, he's just he's shouting at this majority. Or I'm sorry, this minority that's his. You know, party majority that doesn't translate to anything except that, you know, we elected you and we think you're the 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 emperor god king or some horse shit like that. I have so many people that voted for Donald Trump that I know personally that are like, you know what, all that shit you say on Facebook is totally totally untrue, Justin. I'm like, actually, the things that oh, no, it's completely true. Yeah, like, the things, I'm just pointing out when he says something that's a lie, and they're like, no, no. no. And I and I I'll show them factually how Donald Trump is full of shit, and they're like, "Well, I mean, he's but fake okay. news." Yeah, he's like, he's they're like, like, pre- they're like, "Oh well, whatever, you know." That's yeah.
3: just that that's just like that one thing, or that's fake news, or or it's been misrepresented and all that, and uh, I know. Fox and, and Fox can't and can't and get a fair
4: shake in the media, yeah, in that lame <laughs> well, right. mainstream
3: media.
1: Well, let let's pull this back around to the fact that we have. We have the 2020 campaign, and so right now declared to run in 2020, we have Elizabeth Warren, center from center from Massachusetts. Um, Julian Castro. Julian Castro has has formed a exploratory committee as well. Um, I like both. I like I like Julian Castro. I like Elizabeth Warren. Um, you've got Richard Ojeda from West Virginia. Shay, God. he's the state oh, center from West Virginia. Oh my! God. That's like that's so funny because uh, he, he didn't even win the state. Yeah. <laughs> Shay and I are from West Virginia. He's killing
4: it, dude.
1: Oh, from yeah. Kentucky. He's next door. Dave, I don't, I don't mean, know where you grew up. I'm Ohio. I I, I grew up Cleveland. Please, so, I mean,
3: you're it. close enough.
2: That... Close enough. So, so, yeah.
3: so I, I, but, but I, li- I, live down in, in Southeast Ohio, just across the fucking river from you folks, and yeah, uh, yeah well, it's a. You're it's a close. It's
2: like or the Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Uh, right? uh,
3: uh, uh, Parker, Parkersburg with Parkersburg, Marietta, like that, that right huh. there. Or, yeah, I mean, uh, Huntington. What Huntington's just right across the river from like what? Ironton? Is that right?
1: Uh, no, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Uh,
3: uh, Chesapeake jesapeake anyways i thought you guys were posting like portsmouth ironton and all that yeah but
1: well yeah richard who who is the state senator in west virginia or who yeah state representative was running for the, the the senate seat lost to a woman who didn't want to campaign at all um yeah uh, she did, so, yeah, she still did yeah still won um so he he's filed paperwork to run whatever uh, John Delaney, he was the first guy. Oh, yes, John
3: Delaney!
1: You guys forget about he this That's right, I forgot about him. Like, in well, I mean, August it's of 2007 very easy
2: to forget about oh, him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. First of all, if you guys would like to Google John Delaney he is the daddest dad who has ever dad. Um, <laughs> he looks like everybody's, like, either dad or older uncle. and He, 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 looks, his, he looks
3: like he's the guy that tells your dad to clean thousands. his gutters. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: What's that, Gavin
2: I said blue jean shorts, white I new like balance. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah,
4: this guy, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. But he declared in, in August ten of two thousand seventeen. So like that's the field right now, and of course the sitting press Donald Trump. Um, but like the, the the tension and the anxiety is that we will and, and I get this. I get, I get this, I understand it. When there was an open seat to run against um, Barack Obama or I'm sorry, when there's an open when it was open on on um, uh, in, in uh, when it was open on both sides, and we had the the Democratic National, um, I'm sorry, the Democratic primary and the Republican primary. The Republican primary was a fucking circus. They had like 11 teen, uh, debates. There were there so were, many
3: um, podiums.
1: <laughs> yeah, There were 17 people sitting there, and and everybody said that Donald Trump was just a, a flute candidate trying to raise his his um, profile as a you know media. It was ratings for the Apprentice. Exactly, and he yeah. kept he kept polling. Higher and higher, and all the all the serious candidates kept trolling off to five or sixth place, and and you know it was it was an absolute fucking circus. Like,
3: did he win Iowa? I cannot remember off the top of my head. He did not win
1: Iowa. He did okay. not win Iowa.
3: Well, that's that's um,
1: I, th- yeah. I think I uh, Cruz won Iowa. I
3: think Didn't? you're right. I think Cruz did win Iowa, and then he started picking up momentum after New Hampshire.
1: Right. But, like, the point was, it's, like, everybody on the Democratic side right now is, like, petrified that we're going to do the same thing. And and I'm not worried about that because, A... Well,
3: what's our lowest common denominator?
1: <laughs> our lowest common denominator is apparently uh, Richard Ojeda, who is still, like, at least, at least you know, literate. So, I mean, there we go. I- go-
3: <laughs> or Amy Klobuchar. In- yeah. Question for you guys. Do well, that- you
4: think Joe Biden is going to try and run?
3: He I don't. Said, I'm so. not.
4: Now, I'm not asking if you would. If, if you want him to, I'm saying, do you think he's gonna try?
3: I mean gonna do you short, a short yes or no? I'm yeah, gonna go yeah, no mean,
2: with both. I'm gonna go with no.
1: Goes, no. Like no. I don't want to do
2: and I don't think he will. I don't okay. think so either. I I personally, I, 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 I,
1: I, I personally think he is like, he's got five pounds on that ten pound trigger, because yeah. if he thinks nobody else can step up and do it, he'll do it. He actually That's, said as yeah. much. He he actually said as much to some people like just today. I was reading some stories, um, but he, here's the thing. Like, and I, res, I I agree with both of you guys. Like, I uh, Gallon, I honestly don't want to run either. He's older than fucking dirt, and he has a record that would just be horrible to defend now. No, oh man. my
2: god, dude! Like, oh shit. There, there wouldn't be any pulling votes from the other yeah. side.
1: Like, yeah. as as a statesman, as somebody who's a vice president, as somebody who would be more. He's so better. Wrong.
3: I love Joe Biden. Yeah, oh, that's dude, the problem. Joe, Joe's a great guy. I mean, yeah. and he's, he's charming and he's, and he's cute. But he would ne- he you
2: would know,
4: never uh, win against Trump.
3: I don't even know if I agree with that. I think um, you're
4: – I mean, I'll just say this. And, 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 and it, I think people need to be careful to not look at a post-Trump election with a pre-Trump mindset. Because true. a lot of that – I mean – Nobody's got a worse record than Donald Trump and he's right. the president of the United States so i you know I, I you know and this this goes into the idea and this is a different discussion to have for another day has the paradigm shifted so far that things are actually different and this isn't an anomaly i think to some respect yes things are different now and i don't know if a shitty past or shitty record is really going to be what matters what's going to matter Let's say Joe Biden decides to run. I think what's going to matter is how he interacts with Trump, how well, he looks on the no, debate stage.
2: what she, matters in that aspect, though, is the fact that he was the VP for Obama. So yeah. there's certain people that won't vote for him just because he was Obama's VP. I, but I there's I, also I,
1: people who would vote for him for that reason too. Right. So I, I have one caveat to what Shea was just saying. In, in that Shea is right, in that a shitty past will will now not like, you know. Excluding I mean, from being a, co- a candidate, but Joe Biden. Does, <laughs> Joe no, Biden I'm doesn't, just talking
2: about the racists that won't yeah, vote for him.
1: Yeah, right. Fear. I don't think Joe Biden would have a problem in the general against Trump for the reason Shay just stated, but I think Joe Biden had a problem in the in the Democratic primary for the fact that he has a yes. record that spans back for like 38 years. So yeah. some of his votes 38 years are going to look really fucking bad right now. Right because right.
4: and let me, it, we're let me in a time and place. But, yeah. but, uh, let me clarify I, I, one thing. I want new blood. I'm not saying I'm pushing for Biden. I, I I'm saying I it. wouldn't be surprised if he ran, and I wouldn't be surprised if he made it to that point that he could do well on stage with him. Oh, yeah. Well, um, and, and I, but at, at the same time, about I don't the... want that.
3: I want to talk about the paradigm shift that that you're talking about right now. I mean, and and the reason for for why it's actually shifted. It's not that people are thinking differently, but it's about the media coverage. The media has now been trained to cover somebody like Donald Trump. So I I think it's a lot easier to, you know, to basically leave your past behind you and focus on your current message that you have right now moving forward. Because that's, that's kind of a... I mean, that, that's the narrative that has been set forward by Donald Trump, you know, right. like right now. We're not talking about him and his, like, shifty dealings and being a slum lord and Fred Trump. We're not talking about that shit, which is the kind of thing that the media used to cover, but they're not going to anymore. So I think they've been trained, and I think this is the sort of thing, and it's really shitty, but I think this is the sort of thing that the Democrats and maybe that don't have such a great, like, you know, political history, you know, maybe agree with some policies that wind up being counterproductive or in the long run wrong – um, uh, I, I think it's something that, that you can use here. Just
1: fucking shitty.
3: Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that's something that that can be used to to the advantage of the Democratic Party or or you know liberals or or even even Republicans that are more centrist or or um, you know uh, you know people that are trying to run for office to be progressive in some way.
1: Yeah, I I agree i agree but i also think that the current media is learning and and i don't know if you guys have watched this and 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 seen this the way i have but there is a there is a a learning curve that is getting much steeper as each day goes by because before like the norms were what held everything together and 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 i was listening i was i was reading some articles today and listening to some podcasts and and, and i got like three or four different views about how the norms work out and, and like the funny thing is, is like the Republican Party has just, just, just thrown away what we consider the political norms because they were right. advantageous to them. The Democratic Party doesn't want to do that because they want to see, like they they want to sound like they have like this higher purpose. But that's not really what they want to do because if they drop the norms as well, then it will just show the naked interests of both parties. And then the the majority of the voting public doesn't want to see that the naked interests of the of the Democratic and Republican Party is is geared more towards the upper echelons of of America than we want to imagine. But that's Absolutely. that's like Shay said. That's another podcast but the American media, like bef- when Donald Trump was running, he would just say shit. And like, remember like right after he was president, he said, I had the biggest electoral electoral <laughs> since Reagan. And, um, uh, the CNN anchor, I forget his name. Uh, he goes, uh, so that, that's not true. He's like, well, that was something I was told. And he was allowed yeah, to just exactly. get away with that. Right. And then right. like fast forward a month and they're like, no, 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 that's not true. And that thing you just said is not true. Like, we stopped just letting the the sitting POTUS just.
3: They stopped calling him out and like and like actually like pressing him and like fucking well, him Well, yeah, they they
1: stop letting the sitting POTUS be uh use his bully pulpit when uh to, to supersede their their journalistic ethics because Donald Trump has just taken advantage of that pulpit. Like he will just say whatever he wants to say and then he will go whatever your fake news, fuck off, and turn it to the next. Well, and, and then
3: he lets his press corps clean it up too, which yeah, is fucking. Yeah. Oh. ridiculous
1: but on a side can we have a sidebar here and just have a really quick pity party for Sarah Huckabee Sanders Huckabee? Who, who apparently <laughs> yeah. Huckabee! Fi- yeah who Woo! apparently who apparently can't find a new job uh, she wants to leave her current job as press secretary but she can't find a new job because nobody will hire her I think she should work for
3: ICP and she should just juggle that makeup like that the rest of her days. <laughs>
1: That is that, the
2: greatest comment I've ever heard in my life.
1: That
4: that what, is a TLC Justin?
1: show waiting to happen right there.
4: Justin, are you down
1: with the clown? What juggalo? Uh,
4: I'm not body. a juggalo,
1: but I respect the family. Okay. <laughs> yes. That is a Whoop. The whoop.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So like, so Sorry. there are <laughs> so there are so many things that the media needs to do better, like. One of the things that always uh, is always like, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. I really like that Donald Trump doesn't use the official CODIS Twitter hashtag or Twitter. Yes, account yes. But and, and, and,
3: but that's uh, there's a lot of reasons why he doesn't do that. Well, just well just there's a lot of reasons on a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
1: there's legal reasons. There's archive reasons. There's a bunch of shit. But it also allows me to send some really fucking rude stuff to the sitting president of the United States. But, quote unquote, still respect the office.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm splitting hairs. Don't fucking email me. Actually, somebody email me about this because that'd be great. Um, I, can, I
3: can, think. Can we, can we back up for, for just one second and talk about how. We can back I, up I for think, five seconds. Well, cool. Well, let's back up for four and a half um, and, and talk about how I, I, I think in
1: in the media on, right now. We don't, Is Gatlin in the bathroom?
4: Hit the mute button, Galen. medium, folks, but uh, we have, we have uh, visual here. Uh, Galen, are you indeed honking out a dirt snake? What are you doing?
3: <laughs> He's doing the yellow trickle. We're doing that.
1: Okay. Uh, I think he, he muted himself.
3: Yeah, oh, he, he did. did. Yeah. should have
1: been muted, right?
3: Yeah, it was. I, yeah. So we can still no, we see, see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 something I wanted to bring up is, like, I miss people like Ted Koppel in the media, and and there's nobody that's like the equivalent that that I really respect as much right now. That's like, got the prowess that's really gonna fucking call him out like that. I mean, it's it's just it's just not happening right now. And there's there's nobody exists that's like that's like widely respected. Like and and, and that's just a problem with uh you know the U- United States you know, populace's uh you know interpretation and respect from the media is there's just nobody like that anymore. And I don't think there ever will be again. I mean, there's never gonna be another Walter Cronkite.
1: Wow. Yeah. No, they're not in cable not, news. Well, that's that's no. uh, yeah. Shea's right. Not in cable news. Not not in news media, in general. I don't well, that's think not how so. the media works right now. Right, right. So,
3: but I don't think it'll ever go back to that way either. Well,
1: one of my, my 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 concern and and my rebuttal, and it's not because you said anything that that irks me, but because the people that do irk me point out this this fact. Like they're like, well. MSNBC is just as bad as Fox News. And if you look at their if you look at their star their stars right now, it's Rachel Maddow and Sean Hannity. Um if you and and they go they go head to head. Rachel Maddow anytime she's talking about an article, a publication, uh a court filing, anything, while she is talking, the the camera is not on her. They are just showing those filings. They will blow up they're in not the showing
3: panel. numbers and statistics and bullshit and like little blurbs yeah
1: right the, the, well what Sean Hannity likes to do is have a big chiron on the bottom that says news alert and his news alert is his opening monologue first of all that's not news it's just Sean Hannity fucking bloviating but like ever, if you want to have a fun time take a shot every time uh, watch Sean Hannity's show from 9 uh, oh it's 8pm 8, 8 it's 9pm to 10pm Eastern Standard Time 8 to 9 Mountain. time Get yourself a bottle, Jose. Sit down, chill it, and then take a shot every time there's a breaking news, Chiron, ab- uh, about the bottom of his show. Because, like, yep. if Sean Hannity says, like, I don't like this article, that's breaking news apparently to Fox News. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's how it fucking yeah. works. Like, watch, watch, watch the air watch an entire A block. His opening monologue is, is breaking news. Like after that, he'll say something else. They'll come back for the commercial break whatever, whoever he's interviewing is breaking news. Like, it's all fucking breaking news because the people that watch that are goddamn near comatose and they need all that excitement to, like, make him pay attention. Can, um, can we talk about Tucker
3: Carlson for, for a moment? I just have a comment I'd like to make about Tucker Carlson.
1: Is so it Tucker how Carlson how much of a white nationalist he is? Well, so Tucker
3: Carlson, his haircut looks like Hitler's mustache moved up to his scalp and then, like, had, like, a gigantic family. That's, that's what Tucker Carlson looks okay. like. He's, he's he's the the favorite pundit of, of all white nationalists fucking you know th- throughout this country and he is just a gigantic piece of shit. He he likes to say things like sweeping the nation and like yeah. he's such he, he's the largest fearmonger on Fox News right now, which makes him the largest fearmonger and the biggest friend of white nationalists nationwide. And and I just want to talk about how fucking dangerous this dude is. He's a piece well, of shit and he's dangerous. He
2: looks like a kid that grew up in Hoover, Alabama.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Why is that better than Hitler's mustache moving up to someone's head and starting a family? They're not funny. funny It
2: lives in Hoover, Alabama. Actually, actually, every every quarterback that played for Alabama, except for the most recent one, who's from Hawaii. So. (laughs)
1: <laughs> actually, actually, Dave, I, uh, Shane, and I have talked about like oh, we kind of want to do. I kind of want to do an entire podcast on how the the really weird right wing media that includes Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones and all that ilk has done a really hard reshuffle at the end of two thousand eighteen and will affect 2019's kind of uh, media landscape. But, Dude, like, they're in the main,
3: they're, they're in the mainstream now. It, it that, does. It percolates up.
1: It's Molly p- Like before Anyways, we get sorry. off the media, i to that it's from Maddow
3: and all that. No, bad. yeah.
1: Rachel Maddow at least put up her sources. Uh, Sean Handy yeah. is forever saying, uh, "We're hearing Red people news. are telling me reports say bullshit like that." Yeah.
3: Yeah. So people are telling me this is what Fox News is hearing. This. Uh, you know, well, uh, unidentified sources. Yeah.
2: yeah. What's that? What's that, Gal? I said people tell me stuff all the time. huh. Hell yeah, man. Doesn't mean I'm going to
3: go in. I heard today, to today that you could world. put a cup of sugar and a ton of concrete and it won't set right. That's yeah. what I heard
1: today. <laughs> All right. So last thing I would like to say, or I, I guess a question I'd like to ask you guys before we move off our quote unquote discussion of the 2020 field that has not yet shaped up is does it like at this point, like in my personal opinion, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, there are very few people the Democratic – uh, I can't imagine a person the Democratic um, National Committee could put up that would win the nomination that I'd be like, yeah, Donald Trump over this person. So just going from here on out, I think the question is is like would you vote for Donald Trump over this person? And if, if the answer is yes, then you need to change parties. And that's, that's that's the end of that story.
4: I mean I I, re- I really think what this is going to come down to is putting a person – on on the stage that can and this this is very important because a lot of people I've seen will say like well the Democrats should play dirty too no the difference is the Democrats should play hardball but they shouldn't yes, get down exactly. on the level of the GOP and those are two very different things mm-hmm. um, very, uh, very and true. and if very somebody true. can get on stage and give Trump as good as he get, like he gives it out um, I think it'll work out because like I hate to say it but right now sports is basically sport uh, or excuse me politics is basically like a team sport now. And, uh, yeah, sports ball. And, uh, the problem, I mean, and it sucks, but like, and, and, and I do think there is, there is some crossover in that Venn diagram of people who can stand on stage across from Donald Trump and make him look like a jackass and would also be a good president to the United States. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, like Hillary Clinton did one of those two things. She would have made a great president, but she doesn't have a good stage presence. And as sad as it is to say, whoever runs against him in 2020 needs to have that stage presence because that is what Donald Trump has been doing his entire fucking life. And the people that voted for him, bo- voted for him based on this reputation that he has from the fucking apprentice. So the person on stage needs to be able to go toe to toe with him in terms of that verbal sparring slash drama. Honestly, there's a lot of people who are smarter than him that have the skills to to just throw his shit back in his face. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the differences oh, yeah. are they gonna run. Um, You know, and I, I wouldn't mind someone super older. I'm not saying Bernie Sanders or or uh, Joe Biden, but somebody in that age range can run. That's fine. If you have someone younger as your VP and that's the key, like right. that's got to be the thing, because otherwise it just looks like more of the same old bullshit. Sure.
3: Uh, I mean, I guess I would say that, uh, I would hope in this next election, you know, bringing up like a, you know, uh, this person or this person, uh, you know, uh, this person or Trump, this person or Trump. And, and you say that, well, I would hope a lot of people would, would change part, you know, party affiliations. You know, I think, um, well, not that I think, I hope a lot of political, nope. like people's personal political identities are about to change. Um, I don't know if that's actually what's going to happen, um, but Here's the thing: is, is, is he no longer looks like an amazing businessman that's going to run this country exactly. like 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 a business like and and now he actually you know he will have a a three you know three almost four year old record of actually being in politics and and talking about how his experience translated over into being a competent fucking politician and and a competent leader and 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 you know there's there's a lot there's a lot of ammunition now that they didn't have the first time because he was this this outside person uh you know uh, this outside candidate that had never been in politics before and that's what people really wanted and he and he made a lot of promises you know saying that that you know he was the right man for the job because he wasn't a politician uh, but he also didn't have a, a, a you know a political record so now he does have a political record and it is dog shit i don't know look at it on paper it is horrifyingly bad i mean he looks like he makes grover cleveland look like a fucking like the best president that there ever was and like not corrupt in any way whatsoever (laughs) so i think the democrats they they they, they can they can really they can pull the knives out they can show their teeth and and they can actually they they just they need to not be afraid to fight with a president like this you don't need to play dirty to get votes you just need to tell the truth and like You know, know, on a stage that everybody has to listen to, and you have to watch Donald Trump on stage in a debate fumble fuck around with trying to defend stuff that's, like, absolutely, totally a lie with, like, a moderator that's totally going to point out that it's absolutely, totally a lie. I think, and, and here's a prediction for a lot of these debates, I bet he drops out of a couple of these debates. Man that's that I, I, say.
4: I tell you what the only thing I took from that man imagine the position of the moderator in the next debates. oh what holy shit that's got to be so I really hope whoever does that is going to be the kind of person who's like well actually Mr. President that's not true okay you, you, well, you they're going to gonna get need like, more
3: need to, get like,
2: to do
4: it yeah. like
3: little john no you need to get dj's to do it so they can do that bah, bah, bow, and like yeah, and yeah, yeah, spin, yeah. like records right between just keep the fucking public's attention just, i mean yeah this is going to be insane it is it's just going to be just outright lies and fake news and wrong and all that but what's the next version of wrong i mean like there's there's going to be a whole other level that's new one i'm excited to see These i don't know if my liver outrageous. can take
4: the next rain the next round of presidential debates guys i'm just going to say it right now
3: Woo, i drank a lot of japanese whiskey on that last one yeah. i should
4: not have driven
1: home <laughs> all right so Gatlin. Final words on uh, on the twenty twenty candidates that you're worried about, care about.
2: I, not really. I mean, it's just too
1: old. I'm right. oh, sorry, it's just too soon.
2: There's just nobody that has actually put their hat into the put their hat out there that that I would actually be comfortable with voting. I mean.
4: None of the good ones are going to do that yet. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, we'll the
2: no. I, mean, I mean that's thing. I mean that's really all it is. It's Obama was he was a not last minute person, but he was
1: later.
2: It was he was later. I mean, right now we let's... have Elizabeth Warren and Julian Castro, and yeah. I don't it's think even
4: one to of expose them. exposed
3: yourself. <laughs> I mean, I
4: feel like some of those people that are announcing now are getting in on it early because they know they have to get an early ground because, like, let's raising. let's say. Let's say Joe Biden decides to run, and again, he has – policy aside, dude has name recognition. So, like, when he right. – if, if, if he were to announce to run, that's going to be a way bigger announcement than Elizabeth Warren announcing to run. So – right. and, For like, sure. it's just going to – so they're trying to get in early. I, I – I'm, you know, honestly – you, you know, the optimist in me hopes somebody that I don't even know about is gonna announce to run, but it's, it's probably gonna be fucking Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden. Do you,
3: do you guys do you guys think Beto or or the Kennedy kid's gonna gonna run? I
4: know I Beto. Could, will. He,
3: I, I'd be okay with him as a VP, but that's just
4: like yeah,
2: yeah. yeah
3: okay. I, I, would I would like
2: be completely fine yeah. with him as a VP.
4: Yeah, but yeah. like, but not, not not And again, that comes back to what I said earlier. Like, okay, Joe Biden's gonna run. If Joe Biden runs with like Beto as his fucking VP, I'm okay with that ticket.
3: So you'll you'll wind up with like with a relative no name Democratic nominee if we do have a field that's got like seventeen fucking people in it.
4: I think that'd be great. I would love to see I, somebody we've never heard of up on sure. that stage that just fucking shoots out of nowhere and starts you know c- kind of like you know um, uh, like a senator from Illinois, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Barack
3: Obama.
4: Yeah. yeah, you know somebody who. Comes in and is, you know, no one's ever really heard of him before and just kind of stands out on the stage and because of the competition is elevated to the next level. Um, I hope it's a younger person um, to somebody more in touch with uh, what's that word? Reality. Yeah, uh, I
3: don't want a geriatric president, man. I'm like, yeah,
4: no, but that's, that's just a me thing. Like, there, there's also just as many arguments to be said for having somebody that's older that has more experience. So um, this is a very much wait-and-see thing. Like, yeah. the only thing you can do is, is time yeah. will tell on this. And any dumb bullshit I spew now after three glasses of whiskey doesn't matter in six months because it'll be a whole different ball game with whatever bunch of chuckle nuts are running for president.
1: Yeah, Exactly, and the only thing I would like to, to say to cap off what you guys have just discussed is that I I agree with almost all of it, and most importantly that whoever runs and whoever is going to take the nomination needs to, like Shay said, be able to call out Donald Trump's bullshit. And I think it's it's not the, it's not so much just be able to like stand up to him on stage, but just literally say, "Hey, that thing you just said that was fucking, that was fucking not true." Like. That's oh, not bullshit. True. That thing's true. That that thing's not true. Like, Shenanigans. Every time, yeah. But like there's, every there's time, so
3: much there's there's so much he's got a record now.
1: He's got yeah, a record. Yeah. It's, it's gonna Yay. it's gonna be so easy to make him look just foolish and, and stupid and addle brained and we're still on the fence whether or not he can read, that's a thing. So <laughs> well, I mean,
2: in our opinion though or in our eyes. The people the people
4: you need to be worried about, the ones you want to focus on, are the ones who voted for Obama in his last term, but Trump
1: in this term. Those people also that, shouldn't be allowed to drive.
4: That's true. I agree. Or, you know, yeah. make kids or yeah. buy a gun or vote.
3: All right. One more thing. I'm sorry, right. but um, uh, just about just about you know the next campaign. So uh, Trump's going to clearly like resort to like you know fearmongering and all that, especially in his ads. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Willie Horton ad that. Uh, oh no, yeah, yeah, which,
1: is. Yeah, oh, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious to know what what his Willie Horton ad's going to be. Um, but you know, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to speculate. But I think that's that's going to be his campaign's approach. All
1: right. Well, let me let me put it that's this one. like The Willie Horton ad was. A very not subtle ad that said, "This guy is letting out black guys to rape and murder your family." Yep. And that was the subtleness of the early '90s. Yep. What the fuck do you think Trump would do with that? Like, are you like he would? He would literally show like, "Hey, um, see this guy? If you elect me, I'll execute him." Like, I don't know, like how much less subtle donald trump could be about that like if you take the willie horton ad and then raise it to the exponential that is the donald trump quote-unquote presidency right holy shit you might as well well have quentin tarantino direct that shit i mean that's what's going to look like
3: absolutely and and different things just everybody listening just uh google donald trump in the central park five and see how he tried to fucking do those kids dirty oh yeah
1: Whole page ad. He still will not admit he was wrong.
3: Yeah, I know, which is fucked up. Anyways, different
1: podcast. Okay. All right, different podcast. Oh, that'd be a great topic. Oh, okay, put a pin in that. Okay. Um. All right, so let's skip over the legislation of the 116th Congress. We've gone for about an hour and 25 minutes as we're talking right now. So I don't. Yeah, gotta make sure this.
2: Rachel and Katie are. I happy.
1: swear to God, like. The significance others of this podcast are busting my balls about our time, Talk we don't work for them. What do we care? Yeah, I don't work for them. But let's just go ahead and cap this off with one of the things that Shay loves so much this week in jowls, Lou Dobbs.
4: Lou Dobbs is he uh, is he in the news for anything new, or does he is he just doing something? Is he just being his normal
1: shitty cell? Is he just being very jowly? Yeah, Jow, very jowly. his jowls are just
3: always um, in frame. So God, got a so sure, I don't, I don't
1: know if you noticed or not, but a uh, um, uh, uh, freshman senator, a uh, former uh, presidential campaign uh, nominee, a uh, former governor of was it Maryland? Am I making this up? Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt yeah. Romney. Yes. Yeah, he lashed
3: out at him.
1: Yeah, wrote wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post where he lashed out at Donald Trump and said that, you you may be the president, but you are not a man of character, and my kids will not respect you, blah, blah, blah. Now that I've won my election, I'm going to act like I've got some nuts, but I've asked you to support me on several different campaigns, blah, blah, blah. He is a treacherous fool. Yeah. So, Lou Dobbs, in his... I can only imagine he said... You are a treacherous <laughs> I
2: always imagine him speaking in the same, like the same. His voice always sounds like, uh, freaking Star Wars. Uh.
4: Yes, the Gungan, um, per, the Gungan Gungans. king. Yes. <laughs> 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 right, it's yeah, just
0: that's so what you're jelly.
1: talking
2: about.
1: But let's let's rewind this. So so yes, Shay. Uh, on several like on on um. On uh, his uh, show in uh, Fox uh, Business, which is the Fox News for people who can't get on Fox News, um, Lou Dobbs said <laughs> that Mitt Romney is a treacherous fool and blah, 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 blah. Now, Shady, would you like to, to place a bet on who uh, Lou Dobbs supported in the 2012 election? Mitt
4: Romney. So
1: Mitt Romney. <laughs> <that's> Mitt Romney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... Well. I mean, Either. it's hard to
4: look back on your, it's hard to look back on your past through those jowls, dude. Yeah. No, but I uh,
1: mean,
2: that's who he, that's who if he. If for. he hits like.
1: Oh shit, did Hold we on. lose Dave? Dave froze up on us. Shut up, Dave. Well, he also yep, froze, froze up in like on the us. best posture ever.
4: <laughs> what, what? Somebody a screenshot. <laughs> Quick, go. Got it. Yeah <laughs> oh, nice. Um, okay anyway, oh we're still recording. Um yeah no nah, yeah, th- back Hey, hey huh? it's uh it's interesting because that I hadn't seen that because uh I, I, I will take time throughout the week and just Google Lou Dobbs and see what dumb shit he's saying. He well, said he, like,
2: he he I said like about see- Romney that he is an embarrassment of the state of Utah.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, there's, actually, there's uh, a lot of dude, that things means, that you all more than that.
3: Well, they're not embarrassed by those things. <laughs>
1: it's the child-wife thing I'd be embarrassed by.
3: Yeah, I mean, but they're not. Well,
1: yeah. That's how they roll.
3: That's, that's Utah for you.
1: I mean, so, <laughs> that, that's exactly I mean, Utah for you.
3: I mean, talking about Lou Dobbs, something, the, the last thing that he really said that fucking stuck out with me was he was talking about the Mueller investigation and he called, uh, he called the FBI like a like a bunch of goons or like oh, a yeah. le- oh, yeah. like a league of fools or whatever. I don't know if you guys remember, but like way back when, um, you know, he was on MSNBC and he was like, you know, he was their conservative spin guy, but he was pretty centrist. And I don't know exactly like. Like what age you hit when all of a sudden like you change your mind about everything entirely and just start talking like a piece of shit? And I, I think it was the immigration How, how old thing. is Sean is Hannity? That, oh, goddamn. I don't know. Internally or externally?
1: Yeah. That's about the age you got to look at.
3: Well, I, I just think he, he's of the generation where he was probably a pretty good dude. Most of his life, then all of a sudden he got really pissed off about Mexicans, and then like all of a sudden he decided to go go full being mad at Mexicans no, for the rest of his no, life no, I, politically. I will,
1: not, I will not accept that at all, Dave. I am sorry. I I will say that Lou Dobbs was a shit person from the day he was born, and his politics were shit from the day he was born, and sure. then he was allowed to say that shit on Fox News and MSNBC and all that shit because. They're like, alright, yeah, this guy's kind of a shit, but he's about he's like center right or right of what where the America is now. Well that was he's, fucking right, 30, right, and, right, And that was thirty years ago. And now they're like, he's like, Why the hell are the coloreds marrying my white girls? Like, that's where America has moved off from. Like, Lou Dobbs is still back there wondering why we're allowing Interracial marriage. Yeah. And,
3: well, well, I, I, I guess like he
1: didn't move. Way. So he didn't he, move I mean, away.
3: He didn't. He didn't hurt us He didn't hit a certain age. He just never evolved. No. With the rest of culture.
1: No. So like back like like twenty five years ago, he was like totally somebody you should have on the news. But like, oh yeah, Lou saw some great ideas about this stuff. And then like fast forward ten years, and like yeah, he's so of, did.
3: Of, hey, so did Trent Lott So whatever well, you that's know. True. That's yeah. True. <laughs> should
1: have All right, guys, it it's about time to wrap this up. Um, we have gone longer than any of our wives will clearly like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we're, what we're gonna do about that. I, I, think, did, like, my I think we should have a Thunderdome where we fight our wives for supremacy of the length of the podcast. Uh, but that you know that being a side note I would like to um, thank everybody who listens we actually love doing this we have a ball doing it we have guests on every week they actually call us up now and ask us to be on the podcast we have a good time we hope you enjoy the podcast um, I would like to the start 2019 to ask everybody to go to um, iTunes and you know rate and uh, like us on iTunes um i we have about 25 people that listen every week i would love to see 25 um five star reviews on itunes um i think it would be even funnier to see half of those be one star because those reviews would be hilarious um <laughs> yeah but just uh you know like and share this podcast we enjoy doing it. we hope you enjoy listening and we're going to keep doing it uh in perpetuity because you can't stop us um if uh, you have a question, comment, or concern, you want to just just shout into the void with us. Um, hit us up, hit, hit um, us up at uh, you can hit us up at thewoodcast1776 at gmail.com or we're on Twitter at it's at woods at woodswoodscast the, and then on Facebook it's thewoodcast7076. So um, I'd like to thank Shay for uh, you know showing up for the other half of the Woodcast. He is yep. holding up a bottle of whiskey nope. or a beer. That's, a cheer- I'm that's
2: beer.
4: Right.
1: He's still playing Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. yeah. As soon up, as man. this
4: podcast oh, is done, that's what I'm doing. But no. And, are you drinking and, diesels, and, dude? And, hey, man, so,
2: Resident oh. Evil 2 is coming out. Yes! yes! Could
1: not be more excited we for We need to have an all-gaming, all-podcast. We need to do one of those like once a month. That's another thing we need to do. Oh, I'm down for that. Yes. Okay. So and also before we we get out of here, I would like to thank you know as well our uh, our guests on the podcast, Dave and Gatlin. Dave, thanks hey. for coming on again.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: Gatlin, always welcome.
2: Hey, this might be the last one before I bring in a little girl to the. It's illegal. The depths of this.
1: Yes. Well, um, I I know you wanted to get on before you had had your baby girl. Do we have a name yet? Isla. Oh, that's That's awesome. I like it. That's nice. Um, So, also, just a side note, guys, anybody who's listening, um, another guest of the podcast, uh, John Matty and Gatlin have been shitting around an idea of starting their own podcast. When are you going to get off that pot there, buddy?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, we got to sober up enough to actually figure it out. We talked about it on Saturday, but we were both a little bit drunk, so...
1: Have, have have you had any Dave, knowledge that of how familiar. we do this? Yeah, like, have you noticed yeah. how we're doing this podcast? I don't think you've got an excuse there. No, I'm
2: just saying we were, uh, yeah, fuck, I don't know.
1: I, I think I think you and John should have a podcast called Dads on Dads.
3: Oh, Dads on Dads
2: on Dads. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> dads on Dabs would be the best. <laughs>
0: nice but nice. Uh,
2: i don't i don't think uh maddie is a partaker of the marijuana sort so nothing he knows
4: of yet hey man spice of life has changed dude that can yeah. you know just just shift your
2: paradigms bro if, if kentucky would ever f- smart enough and actually vote yes on marijuana we might be able to do dads on dabs dave can I mean, you
4: agree with me here legal marijuana is awful
3: Uh, It's the worst. It'll ruin your economy. Uh, I don't know. Like people, people drive a little bit slower. It's kind of lame, but (laughs)
1: yeah,
3: it's it's pretty awful.
1: All right, guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, I think this is about the time Shay says, "Toodles." A rubber band, rubber band, man, just a move, 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 just a moving, just a move, moving, moving, just A rubber band.